Welcome to the fit to talk podcast. Thank you, as always, for joining us as we bring you meaningful, helpful, and accurate information. And... Remind you that fitness doesn't have to be boring. Yes, right now you're listening to one of our talk episodes, during which Bobby and I, unsurprisingly, talk. That's what we do. <laughs> we talk. And if you like what we do, then please just leave us a review. Absolutely do that. And on that note, let's cook-a-cue the music. We are back. We'll start off straight in. Beginning of a joke. Okay. Because of this. All right, go. I asked my brother to pass me a leaflet. That's it. Oh. We'll hear the end. That's a very rogue start to a joke. It is. It is. I went for a little bit different today. Oh, nice. I like it. In other news, we are actually back. <laughs> yeah. Let me just sup from my Fit2 mug. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Delicious. I went silent there so that when we uh, edit this together for video purposes, that it went to you. <laughs> like, but it showed you with the mug. You need to really see me drink from the oh, way. I, I can probably do that better. Hold on. I'm not very good at this marketing malarkey. Hold on. That's some ASMR goodness for people. If you're listening to this in the gym, then I'm sorry. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm, I'm currently having a cup of tea with roguely with oat milk. Um, yeah, there was no. Milk of any other option or variety in the, the fridge here in our office. So yeah. we, we settled for oat, which is great in all other aspects except tea. Yeah, it's not it's not the one for tea. I mean, I'm willing to be pretty wrong, but... We're here drinking it. Yeah, so we're here okay. drinking it. No, it's, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. We, before recording this, mm. we did very briefly mention that we actually haven't recorded any episodes for a while. It, it has been a hot minute since we've recorded some episodes, just because of the nature of what's been going on in life. Yes, we went through a crazy recording uh, sequence of trying to get everything done mm. because obviously the show is coming up for you. Yep. So we had so much work to do to give you the time to go through that rehearsal process and look after our clients as well. You go, yeah. okay, well, you can't not do that. Yeah, we need to have enough time and focus to... So the podcast got got crammed into prior. <laughs> yeah, we ramped it and then we stopped and... Yeah, because we we have to put this room together every time that we do this, and it took us significantly longer than it previously has. Yeah, we've got that down to a fine art. Yeah, it was like beautifully choreographed. We both had our jobs. We knew exactly what we were doing. Today was today it was, not was that. sketch. It, it was it was sketchy. Ho- hopefully, our actual podcast is still pristine. But was it pristine? Has it ever been feel. pristine? No, no. I think uh, I'm. <laughs> I don't think it's ever been pristine. Maybe a little hopeful. Yeah. <laughs> the podcast has been hopeful. Yeah, the podcast is oh, yes. hopeful. Ah, fit to hope. Uh, and uh, yes, I mean, we're recording this now. Uh, well, we, we might as well say, um, what day is it today? Uh, Tuesday? Tuesday? That's not like that's not like me pretending that we're recording on a different day. We just don't <laughs> no, know what day it is. Yeah, no, it is legit Tuesday. Yeah, it's Tuesday so at, today. At time of recording, where two days before you'll be listening to this. Yep. And uh, by the time you listen, it will have been Bobby's press night. It will have tomorrow, tomorrow night. which we'll talk a bit more about yeah. in a, another episode. <laughs> but um, one sentence answer: How are you feeling about it? I'm buzzing. Yes. I'm ready. We're ready. Like I'm ready for people to see it and. Yeah, I'm just I'm excited for people to come and watch. So yeah. And I cannot wait to be one of those people. Yeah, you're buzzing you're coming tomorrow night. Go to check it out. Sat there, yeah, and then have a some kind of stagey event afterwards. Well, we shall see. We <laughs> shall see. Are they doing a party type thing? There is a party happening afterwards, yeah. It's very Is it a private event? It is. <laughs> it's always a private it event. It always is, yeah. Um have they hired a place? They have. 
I won't say where. No, because well, <laughs> this is after. Actually, this is after the fact. We're going to Sophie's. Oh, lovely! Yeah, it'll be lovely. <laughs> Can't go wrong. That's an incredibly stagey place to go. Oh, it's incredibly stagey. I mean, it's the most stagey, but at least it's very, very close to the theatre. Yes, yeah, so. and it means you can leave when you want to. Exactly. We love that. <laughs> if there's no commitment to get there, you're fine with leaving. You know I love to f- phantom out of there. Yes, you I'll, are, be, I'll be gone. And, and we don't mean crack on half a mask <laughs> and, and wail away as you go. Well, people people won't dress up for Halloween purposes because it's a press night. So. No, we're having a Halloween warm-up tonight. Right. Um, That's why you came in in orange today. That is, yeah. No, that was, I came in orange today because Sam told me to come in orange today. <laughs> I was dressed this morning and Sam was like, you're not going to wear some orange because it's Halloween. I was like, I, I was. I, 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 I was currently wearing like an NFL ju- a jumper. Uh, but okay, sure, I'll wear some orange. <laughs> but it's a lovely shirt. I, it is a lovely shirt. And to be fair, I, I've enjoyed wearing it today. We should have done a Halloween episode. We should have done a Halloween episode. Sad times. That's <laughs> instant regret. Instant, but also because, because Inst- the nature of recording regret. would mean that about three or four of our episodes would be Halloween episodes unintentionally. Because <laughs> if you like, in a month we'd still be here like, yeah, I'm still in the yeah, costume. It's, 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 it's definitely Halloween. <laughs> Sorry guys, some behind the scenes of how we record these yeah. episodes. Um, obviously, a few days ago by the time of listening to this, uh, it, the, the news broke for people that Matthew Perry, um, you know, Chandler Bing and Friends, and uh, many other acclaimed credits, but that's mm. probably what he's most well known for, uh, passed away, sadly. And I-, I wanted to talk about this because yeah. it was something, you know, that people from my high school and my sister, back when, you know, when you live at home, if you've got a sibling, then you'll know that that's when you spend the most time with each other for the most part. For mm-hmm. most people, they go there mainly separate ways after that. And my sister was straight messaging me saying how emotional she was and, and how difficult it was because that was something that we did together, which was watch Friends. And I think it's young people now. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> they don't understand. <laughs> there were four channels on my TV yeah, yeah. when I was growing up. I remember them coming round to add Channel 5. Yeah, I remember the Channel 5 coming before it became a soft porn channel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it was actually good for a while. But the... <laughs> no, that's playing fast and loose. Well, 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 when, 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 when it was soft yeah. porn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, you actually had to bring somebody around to do that. So it's different to now when you can watch whatever you want, whenever you want, yeah. and it, it all will be... You'll be able to find something you enjoy mm-hmm. right now, should you want to. That wasn't the case, right? So Friends was like primetime TV. It had gone on for 10 years yeah. in order to have that sort of final episode. But people really genuinely grew up with these people like as their friends. Like yeah. it was a place they were comfortable. You'd Everyone would watch it at whatever, six o'clock or whatever time it was on. And then, you know... That, that last episode, everybody has a memory of when, if they were alive yeah, and old yeah, enough yeah. when that last episode aired. Do you know where you were? I don't actually remember the last episode. I have loads of memories of friends in general, but I don't remember the last episode, I will be honest. Were you a, were you a fan? Did you, did you watch it? Or were... I watched it relentlessly. Like, I remember, I just used to love every single time the series came out that you could pick up the VHS box sets. And yes. I would always buy the VHS box set. And I had every single... Friends episode on VHS. Yeah. And I would just watch it on loop, repeated, just w- like all day, any single time I was at home, yeah. I would be sat down watching Friends. Did and you upgrade to DVDs when they came out? Uh, I did. I did upgrade <laughs> to DVDs as well. But it was I like a hundred quid. I still loved, I still loved the VHS. Like, 
nostalgia. It, it just, re- re- like, uh, 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 that's the only thing I really remember watching on VHS was Friends. Friends. Like, I would just keep changing that VHS over. And, like, yeah, it was such, it was such a big part of my life growing up. It's really odd, isn't it? Like, because it feels strange to say that a TV show was, was that important to people, but it, it was for me too. It was genuinely the time when me and my sister would sit and get on for half mm. an hour and, and, and watch that thing. And for me, that final episode, we, I remember coming back from school, it was a huge event and it was a double feature. So it was yeah, like, yeah. you know, two single episodes were played together. And, you know, crying my eyes out at mm. the end when, you know, did she get off the plane? Did, she, did, did, he get, did she get off the plane? And then literally like coming back in. And yes, I loved when it changed to the DVDs, and I'll tell you why. Because yeah. the DVDs were the first things to have the bloopers on them. Oh yeah, true, true. The extras were great on the DVDs. Bloopers, the bloopers are funny, man. You can find a compilation of the Friends bloopers on YouTube. It's like over an hour yeah. for me because obviously there's ten series worth of bloopers, and they're so funny. Lisa Kudrow's genuine laugh, yeah, is so wonderfully insane. I defy you to not laugh at it. <laughs> I just love that they dicked around. Like, yeah. you kind of, I don't know, I suppose you had that, I think growing up I always had that thought that they were just like super professional and they were yeah. great at being hilarious, but they just dicked around. And like, they, then you watch the episode and you're like, they're very clearly laughing yeah. in this scene. They, they're not even hiding it. They're just laughing. And supposedly Matthew Perry wrote a lot of his own jokes yeah. as he was going too. And there's a little clip of him. There's a, a famous bit where they, they were like, oh, this joke isn't working. And the writers were working for about 10 minutes. You know, there's yeah, yeah. a bunch of, a team of writers on each episode live going, let's change that, let's change that, let's change that all the time. And they couldn't come up with anything. So they go to him and someone's filmed this. They go to him on the side and he like spitballs a couple of ideas and, and does it and delivers the line. Yeah, and yeah. it's like genius. Just gold. He's just, he was just gold. Like, he had such a wonderful way of delivering lines and his physicality, like, I don't know, <laughs> just everything about him as a, as a performer, as a comedian is just There's an episode wonderful. where he has trouble in the bedroom mm-hmm. with Monica yep. and he walks out of the room and his just eyes are wide and his arms are sort of pinned to his side. He's on a slight like forward <laughs> lean and he just walks out in this view of the world. And quite often when you're working with like physical work as an actor or working with students trying to explain how to do things, you're like, Look at that. Yeah. Look how extreme that is, but it's so clear what's happening for him as a as a human. Oh, 100%. You could you could study him happily. You could like sit down and study him and just see what wonderful like acting is. Yeah. And I I think why do you think I guess people um identified with that character so much? Because he was kind of to a certain extent like the odd one out. Like he was the one who didn't have the success with, uh, like with, with partners, like was always kind of like, was doing a boring job that nobody was interested in. He was just kind of like a bit downtrodden. Yeah. But he like fought back with humor. And I think a lot of us do that. Like it's such a relatable thing. I think he was probably at least in my eyes, the most relatable character because like, he was me to a certain extent when I was growing up. So yeah. like, I kind I, I kind of think like that is why. And also he was just hilarious. Yeah. Well, he said t- he, the character breakdown when it went out for him mm. said, a, a Chand- a Chandler being a sarcastic observer to life. <laughs> yeah. And he, 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 nailed, he nailed the brief. Yeah. Well, he was like, that's me. Yeah. And I think you're right. He was the odd one out from that group. Right. You know, you've got, got Ross who is, 
you know, fiercely intelligent. He's a paleontologist mm. and a doctor, and, and most people can't quite go, that's me. Yeah, yeah. And Joey Tribbiani, who is a, a leading actor on a daytime TV show, earning, you know, eventually earning lots of money and having absolutely zero trouble with women, which most men <laughs> yeah. or people who find women attractive uh, cannot really identify yeah. with. And then, you know, the three women are all stunningly beautiful human beings, like, you know, preposterous. Like, yeah. if you saw any of them on the street, you'd go, oh my God. God, not just because of who they are, because they're so so beautiful. Yeah. I think he was the everyman and did it, you know, so fantastically. Yeah, he just he just nailed it. He nailed the assignment. Like, I don't know. I was talking to my mum about this the other day. We had a really lovely chat about Matthew Perry and about Friends, and I don't know. I feel I really had. It was when I sat down. I thought how much he's influenced, like how I approach things with comedy, and how I approach acting. I think, like, I feel like there's a couple of people that I can kind of pinpoint as I've been growing up watching and watching, watching TV and films. And he's definitely one. He's had such a big influence, I think on me as a performer. Yeah. Um, so like I, but it was incredibly sad, well, just I, incredibly sad. And if you're somebody listening to this episode who doesn't really like friends or now thinks that friends is, um, you know, old fashioned or, or maybe mm. even doesn't find it that funny, which is absolutely fine. Everybody is entitled to their own opinion, but there's, there's that objective thing, right? But when you go, Oh, well, friends isn't good. Yeah. I, I enjoy having this debate because, you know, that many millions of people saying that it is, yeah. It means you can't objectively say that it isn't good. It might not be to your taste. Absolutely. But was it successful at what it set out to do and measure it by that? You know, and it's the same in theatre. It's worth reminding people of that, that you go, oh, that show's garbage. You're like, okay, well, the 30 million people that have seen X show over the yeah, last yeah. 10 years, 20 years, whatever, would suggest that you're wrong. Like, it, it depends what the intention was. Mm -hmm. And the intention with Friends was to make people laugh and, and relate with these people, and they did. I mean, just the fact that it's got such a legacy to this day. Yeah. Like, there's still Friends Fest. Like, these things are still exist. And you're like, that show finished a long time ago. Was and it 2003? Something like that, yeah. It finished a long time ago. And for those things to still be yeah, happening and still be relevant is mad. I absolutely, uh, I genuinely loved it. But now there's a couple of quotes from him I wanted to chat about. Because obviously mm. we know that he he suffered greatly with, yep. with uh, addiction. And uh, his book's amazing, by the way. I desperately want to read it. Uh, there's also, if you, if you don't really love books you obviously could get an audio version but there's an interview that he did about 48 minutes long on youtube mm. just put in matthew perry interview and it'll come up where he's talking about it. it's on the publicity tour of his book and it's a really insightful interview with him where he's very very candid he, he doesn't necessarily come across as as likable as you might expect mm -hmm. and it's because he in my opinion because he's genuinely like these incredible things happened to me and they were awful yeah like at the same time. So there's there's things he's grateful for and otherwise, but what he is is witty as hell. Oh, um, yeah. And the way he speaks about it, he says about alcoholism, he was like, I, when I drink, I feel normal. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like what everyone else seems to feel like when they're just walking around the world. And when I don't, the world is awful. I'm paraphrasing, but yeah. that's that's essentially what he means. And and I think it, when he was going through this, we didn't really classify it as a disease, and people 
No, it was, looked, it was looked at very differently, I think, back at that time. It was the Just Say No campaign. Mm. Do you remember that? Yeah, just yeah, yeah. say no to drugs. You're like, yes, if it's like the first time somebody's offering yeah. it, that makes sense. Yeah. But if you're addicted to it, that's not as... That's not as simple as that. It's not how your brain chemistry no. works. Um, and I've got a couple of quotes yeah, from him me, that me. are really lovely. If you spend too much time looking in the rearview mirror, you will crash your car. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. And one I thought that was uh, really poignant, actually, uh, if you're going to blame your parents for the bad stuff, you also have to give them credit for the good stuff. Yeah. Because I think that's very common that people don't do that. I think we're all uh, mildly guilty of that. Oh, yeah, I think we all are, yeah. Um, and for an industry of people who are uh, chasing their dreams, I think you actually have to have all of your dreams come true to realise they are the wrong dreams. Interesting. You know, and when you look at it, sometimes with people in the business, some people, that is what they want to do. Sometimes they'll yeah. achieve all those things and go, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. Like once it's ticked off, you go, oh, this doesn't make me happy or whatever it might be. Obviously that's not everybody. I'm not <laughs> saying everyone going down that path hits that point, <laughs> but um, there's so many amazing yeah. things he said in that book. I really want to read it. I saw like I, only the day before I watched a video of him talking about the book and being, and, and saying that like, essentially like it was an ad for the book. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, I really want to read that. Like, yeah. So now I definitely will be reading it. The, uh, um, the yeah. final quote, which Go. is desperately sad now. Oh God. It's from that book. He says, it is very odd to live in a world where if you died, it would shock people, but surprise no one. And I think the worst thing about, this whole incident is that mm. that's probably true. Yeah. Um, on the plus side for him, he did so much to help addicts. He created a, a house in where, wherever it was to help um, drug addicted men. Yeah. Um, I, I watched a really touching tribute by Hank Azaria um, yesterday. And he, Hank was basically saying they met when they first both were in LA. They, he was like, I think Hank was like 21 and um, Matthew Perry was like 16 or 17. And they got their first job together and they were doing this uh, uh, pilot for some terrible show that never came out. Um, and then they were like partying together as they kind of grew, grew older. And then Hank Azaria developed a, a drinking problem. And Matthew Perry was the person who checked him into rehab and wow. like supported him the whole time. And he just said that Hank was saying that he couldn't have gone through it without Matthew Perry. And he was, he, he was deeply sad that he didn't kind of find his own way with it yeah. necessarily. Oh, uh, it's so tricky. He'd helped so many people. Yeah, and if so you don't many know much people. about that, he wanted that to be his legacy, you know, yeah. and, and I and think it, it is, is. Uh, alongside Many other things that we can so, laugh about. So many laughs. Did you ever watch Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip? No. Oh, my God. It was like, I think I only did like two series, maybe. It was fantastic. It was so fun. Like, I, mate, go watch it because it's brilliant. And he basically plays himself in it. It's about like a, a TV studio exec. Um, but it's, he, his performance in it is fantastic. And I think it's such an underrated series. I remember watching it at the time when it came out. It was just amazing. Mm. I also saw him live once. No way. Yeah. So him, him and Hank Azaria did a play in London. I can't, I cannot remember for the life of me what it was called. Um, oh, sexual perversity in Chicago. Is that uh, it? It's, yeah, it is something like that. Yeah. It's something like that. I'm not looking I know the one you mean. 
Yeah. Was it good? It, it was amazing. Yeah, sexual perversity in Chicago. Well remembered. It? I don't know how that came out of my brain. <laughs> <laughs> From the deep, dark depths of my brain. But it was brilliant. And it was just like, I, I knew when he was coming to London to do that, that I desperately wanted to see it. And I'm so glad I did. Well, uh, Matthew Perry, well, could we be any more grateful? Hey, nice. Mike, that nice. is... Let's move on. Yeah, let's. Because otherwise it's a, it's a morbid episode. <laughs> it has become well, about that. It's become a little bit but morbid. But it's a fitting it was, tribute. Yeah, and it was, it's a celebration as well. Like. So what I'll say to you is, yeah. the joke was, I asked my brother to pass me a leaflet. Uh-huh. He said, brochure. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my God. That's unacceptable. <laughs> Things, I can get away with really terrible jokes now because we no longer give them a score. <laughs> Maybe we need to bring back the scoring system. Brochure. Brochure. Uh, bro. 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 Uh, is it better delivered like that? I asked my brother to pass me a leaflet. He said, <laughs> no, please, please don't do the build up like that. <laughs> Well, on that note, that thank really you so much for joining us here on Fit2 Talk. <laughs> Do not miss our next guest episode, and we're joined by another one of our beautiful, fantastic, talented guests. Mm, delightful. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us on social media at Fit2 underscore talk. As always, if you've got any questions you want answered, get in touch. Slip slide into those at DMs. I'll be sat there watching a box set of friends. Oh, and don't forget to leave us that review, click five stars, whatever it is on whatever <laughs> you are watching, listening on, whatever it might be. And if you like what you've heard, we have been fit to talk with me, Stefan. <laughs> and me, Bobby. And if you didn't like it, we've been Joe Wicks. Peace out. Sorry. <laughs>